is a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not trying to find the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Look a man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. Live from the remote layers, it's Wednesday night. That's right, folks. Wednesday night live, powered by First Financial Bank, 317-417-8582 and Rockstar Realty, 317-503-8322. Damon, the one, what is going on? Hey, man, I am Thanksgiving. How are you going to ask me a question and then completely interrupt me immediately? Now, we have even 45 because seconds I don't in. like pauses. <laughs> I, I, like I, I didn't even get a chance to pause. I was opening my mouth to answer the question. I like to swallow the saliva so I can talk and not spit on the camera. You know? Yeah, well, whatever. Hey, man, I can tell you this. I am 100% in my element, right? So yes. I'm in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen. I'm prepping for the Thanksgiving meal. I am also watching collegiate basketball on the television. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Yes. It feels like for. Ever ago. Oh, my God. Yes, forever, forever. And you know this? Virginia technically is still the reigning national champion. Yeah, because nothing was crowned last year. No, there was no champion. And they're number four, right? They're starting off the season at fourth. Yes, they play in just about an hour. Is that the Kansas? No, Kansas plays uh, Gonzaga, right? This weekend? Tomorrow. 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 Okay. Yeah, man. College Hoops is back, and Notre Dame is riding nicely looking into the ACC championship game in football. Okay. Now my basketball team's got a little COVID issue going on, but that's all right. We're still going to be a lot better than we were last year. Okay. All right. (laughs) What do you have, Damon? I have nothing, bro. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get into it, man. We got a uh, we got a pack. We got a stuffed stuffed show today. I use the word stuffed because it's Thanksgiving and it's stuffing. You know what I'm saying? So, what better way to transition yourself into the Thanksgiving festivities that you're not supposed to be attending? Right. With a little bit of black and white. So now according to our state, we got 25 people we're allowed to have. 
That's cool because I think I'm right around 18, 19. Right. See, I'm about, mm, I don't know, 12. Yeah, but it's going to be, what, almost 60 degrees tomorrow here? So uh, that's going to be great. Is it? Okay. I cool. think it's going to be like between 55 and 60 from what the weatherometer wipes As long as it's not raining, enjoy the outdoors. Hey, I great. I needed not to rain because ours is on Friday and I'm smoking my turkeys and briskets tomorrow. So Aha, I see, I see. There you go. There you go. Well, so it works well for me. Let's jump right <laughs> into the get going to the to the main attractions, to the to the to the turkeys. Yeah. I'll be quiet and I'll let you roll us in because I am lost right now. Yeah, he's lost. He's lost. So we're gonna jump right into the man cave headlines. Uh, I like it, by the way. I like it, by the way. Thank you, sir. It's like real it. sugar tea. Um, quick side note: the boy drank some tea the other day, and he said, "Hey, I thought this was supposed to be sweet tea." And then we both looked at the wife. <laughs> <laughs> was it unsweetened? It had some sugar uh, in there. But it wasn't we, the full flavor sugar. Me and him, we like it in between barely bland to less than McDonald's. Gotcha. <laughs> That's a major jump. Yeah. That's yeah. a major jump. All right. So, Man Cave Headlines is brought to you by mybookie.ag. 50% deposit match up to a thousand and get 10 free buck bet. That's right. Take it. That's right. And you can bet your ass. That's how we use. That's how we roll. That's what we, we man. I'm on it tonight, guys. All right. Well, you are the UFC guy, so I'm not even going to try to start the headlines off by butchering these people's name, and plus you've already jacked up. So, uh, so it, it sounds all right. Yeah, okay. So, Figueredo <laughs> and Shevchenko. I know Shevchenko. I know how to say that. I'm looking at Figueredo. 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 There you go. Figueredo and Shevchenko. The god of war. How about that? The Bingo. god of war. Both retain their belts. <laughs> The F word is staying in Vegas. Did you see this? Figueredo, Figueredo, yes, that guy, yes. Figueredo, is staying in Vegas. Uh, he's got a turnaround fight in 21 days. Uh, since the fight obviously didn't last long at all, he's going to go ahead and stay in Vegas instead of going to his homeland, uh, Brazil, I believe. And uh, yeah, he's fighting the quickest turnaround for a title holder. Or contender ever in UFC history going down there um, in December. And he will fight Brandon Moreno. Well, that's that's kind of cool. Um, and I think it's kind of smart. You know what I mean? Uh, you want to stay active. You know what I mean? You want to keep, keep your name, your face um, in the general public. Um, as you can see with... Um, that not happening in boxing with the bigger names because they need those pay-per-view fights. Mm. You're getting lost with who's fighting, who's not, and all those type of things. So in the UFC, I think it's a very smart idea. And two, another smart idea is he's from Brazil. 
You don't know what their COVID issues is, whether the travel bans and especially with the United States in different areas. So if you're here, you might as well stay here. And if yeah. you're here, you might as well fight while you're here. So make that money by it? the end of the year. Yeah, get you a little Christmas bonus in uh, right before right. the end of the year. And right. like you said, you know, I don't know if there's travel bans right now. I mean, obviously, there's no travel bans put in 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 right now. However, like you said, in in a week, two weeks, who knows what's going to happen? And you know, he's kind of quote unquote safe by being right here in Vegas already. And in between his next fight, these 21 days or whatever within this fight, he's already in Vegas, so he could be there to watch my man, Nathan Mayhem Manis, get his shit on. There you go. There you go. He starts off. He starts off the fight Friday or Saturday night. This Saturday, guys, Mm -hmm. uh, Nathan Manis starts the fight night off against his opponent. So, yeah, I'm there. I'm on it. I'm on it. I got ESPN. I got ESPN Plus. I got the – the. so I can find it wherever it is. I will be able to watch it. You know, that's that bootleg. I was trying to ah, give you the signal, you. but you know what I'm saying? So I, I can find it. off tonight, man. What are you trying to give me a signal for? Uh, <laughs> right? Just say, uh-uh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Got that good bootleg. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to watch the fight regardless however it's put out. And I have no basketball conflicts because our game is on Friday. So we are good. That's awesome. There you go. Now I don't have to text you the whole time. No, not at all. Not at all. So we get that on Saturday. So we watch Nathan uh, do his damn thing, go 2-0 and in the UFC and then we can transition right over to this ridiculous, this ridiculous pay-per-view. And, and this is, ain't got nothing against Iron Mike, dude, I love you. I ain't got nothing against Roy Jones, dude, I love you. But I looked at the rules to this fight, and that is bullshit. I, but whatever, whatever. Let's be honest. That's Do you the- really think that's gonna, those rules are going to really stand? No. No, because no, I sorry. think... I think Mike is going to accidentally hit Roy and it's going to hurt. And Roy is going to Michael Spinks that bad boy and just take three steps and fall down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, not the most. They're both going to come out. They're both going to come out. Uh, maybe not slugfest at first, but they're looking to win. You got two champion, two former champions. You know, they got hearts, hearts of lions and warriors and all that. So they're not going to give up like that to me. And this is all how <laughs> goddamn uh, Rocky Three started. <laughs> it's supposed to be an exhibition. <laughs> yeah, if he dies, if he dies, he dies. That was four. <laughs> That's what the one I'm talking about. So I don't even really care which one it was. At some point in time, they all blend in together. Wow. Wow. Yeah, because three was with Mr. Mr. C. D. That's what Mickey does. Who said Mr. you were a real man? Mickey, yeah, yeah. He said, come here. Let me show you what a real man. Come on, <laughs> come on fool. <laughs> with the Hulk Hogan. What was that it? Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips. <laughs> yeah. That was probably the worst move, the worst rock he made, honestly. That and uh, five. 
Dude, that thing was awesome because you know what I'm saying? He's driving the yellow Porsche like a thousand miles. He's got Mickey flashbacks in the robot. Ah, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> but you're more intrigued with your ex-baller buddy right there. Oh, my God. Nate Robinson. Dunk champion, which I don't know how this is possible. <laughs> Missed nine dunks in the final round. He was still yeah, champion. But whatever. We're standing. Nate Robinson uh, of many teams in the NBA is squaring off with a match against YouTuber Jake Paul. Is that what it was? Yeah, Jake Paul. Um, I don't know anything about this guy, but I think he's been on TMZ a couple of headlines, and I just scroll right. <laughs> Who is this dude? But anyway, Nate Robinson, I hear he's supposed to have some type of boxing technical skill. So, um, yeah, I'm going to he not pay. He does. Now, I'm not saying he's going to look like a professional boxer in there, but he supposedly does got the basic skills to be in the ring, so we're about to see that. Well, I am not going to pay $49.98 for this. This is going to be 100%. I got you. I'm going to the to the uh, UFC fight so I can watch my boy Nate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's pay-per-view. I think it's regular fight night, so I think this is. Uh, well, I know his ESPN, is, his is regardless. Yeah, his right. is regardless. I think his is actually on either, either the plus or two or yeah, it's something. Yeah, I got him, so I'm good. Yep, awesome. All the Espens. <laughs> yeah, I got. All him. right, moving on. All right, so um, match three, match number three, um, is happening. If you don't like football or basketball, which is a ton of this Thanksgiving weekend. Um, here's some golf for you. Gave you some golf. You got the match three, which is Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson versus Steph Curry and Peyton Manning Friday evening, afternoon, sometime Friday. Friday afternoon, I believe. Uh, about two o'clock, I think, maybe. I could be totally wrong. I'm just making that that time up. But I, I think it's more towards the early of the afternoon. I'll be in Carmel. Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, this should be interesting. You know what I'm saying? I'm more of how bad. I mean, this is going to show you how great Phil Mickelson is when he beats both Steph and Peyton by himself carrying Charles I just want to see Sir Charles's swing. I've seen a couple of his swings. It's like, what in the hell, man? I thought I was bad. <laughs> Bro, there is nothing on earth that bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that doing? is. That's like a, a drunk lawnmower. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> As I take a sip of my bourbon. Well, I like the decaffeinated coffee when it's 30 degrees out, man. I can't I can't get the jitters at eight o'clock. 
What? Uh, technical foul on Mr. Danny White. Um, what the hell is decaffeinated coffee? Oh, wait a minute. I know I got some over the pond uh, tea that I should be making. I mean, that's fine, too. But, you know, I mean, like we might have to review targeting on this because what the hell is decaffeinated coffee? Why? What's the point? Just what the taste, the man. Point? It's the warmth. It's the warmth. I don't have any hot chocolate. I don't hot chocolate. I just said I don't have any. Drink tea. I, I Now I remember that I have that. But hold on. Is that a to-go cup? So you like went to the gas station and got decaffeinated. No, 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 no. This is oh, that's your cup. Yeah, okay. this, this okay. is a nice piece of handmade stuff right here. All right, I'm watching you. <laughs> Don't say Speedway <laughs> on it. <laughs> Circle K. <laughs> <laughs> F1, right. Lewis Hamilton to be knighted by the queen. I mean, why not? We got Lord Ice Cube now because he owns a piece of the land in Scotland. <laughs> so why not knight the guy? <laughs> Which is so funny because we just found our castle house. All we need is $3 million. <laughs> oh, that's it? <laughs> got it. That's it. Got it even comes with a moat. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You got to put gators in it. Uh, they can't survive that climate. What climate? It's across the pond, bro. It's like I'm over here. Not, yeah, it was like Lord Dorkington. We put snakes. Put snakes in it. Loch Ness. There you go. <laughs> but no, that's some cool shit. But my question that I asked, because I don't know, but he kind of gives me that feel by his um, choice of hairstyle. Yes. He does is. He, he have... does have. He does have brother in him. Okay. <laughs> what did I put in there? Blackish? Is he blackish? Yeah, I like the way you put it. At first, I thought you were talking about the TV show. I'm like, I don't get it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. He doesn't get it. <laughs> so yeah, I was not aware. So obviously, I'm going to say that's pretty cool. Lewis Hamilton me... now has a new fan. Yes, yes, he does. He <laughs> absolutely does. And you want to say, why are you a fan? They're going to say, you're a fan because he's blackish. And I'm going to say, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> there's not many choices <laughs> in racing. Right. So I think it's pretty cool. And it makes me wonder how many brothers. And he's in open knighted. wheel. Yes, open wheel. Bet he knows. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm I'm curious to know how many uh, uh, how many brothers have been you know knighted. So that's, uh, that's... Martin Lawrence was in the Black Knight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know after that. Oh man! I told you I'm on one tonight, oh. brother. I got a four day weekend ahead of me, and I'm looking forward. To getting fat for one last weekend. <sighs> that one was it. tough to deal with. That one I'm was on tough it, to deal with. I'm on it, B. Uh, if any of our beautiful followers happen to know that answer, that would be great because I am curious to know how many bros 
Um, I bet you Idris Alba. I bet you he's been knighted. I would think Willie T. Ribs just for the name, man. I would knight him just for the name. And I bet you his ribs suck. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no king rib around here. <laughs> All right. So, um, Dan, I have no idea what you're talking about on your comment because it's hilarious. What? But uh, Toronto Raptors are starting their um, new, their upcoming NBA season in Tampa. Oh, I just put bubble 2.0. Here we go because what's getting ready to happen in the world, we all see it coming. It is what it is. We're going to have to deal with it and pull together to get through it. But we might actually this time around have full seasons of sports because of the bubble. And with this is telling me, honestly, this is telling me that the stuff's coming because they're getting out of Canada and they're getting into the States to quarantine and they're doing the same thing that oh boy in the UFC is doing that's from Brazil is staying in Vegas. They want to make sure that they have the opportunity to play. Uh, so you just use wrong terminology when you said bubble because they're not going to be in the bubble. They're going to be traveling to the different states. They're the designated they season. have a bubble because they can't play a home game. Well, Tampa is their home game. Ah, come on now. So it, yeah, come on now. It's who's going to be home? Who's really going to be home when they're playing Miami? Come on, man. Miami? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all not playing down there. All the teams are in their regular no, cities. I know that. But Toronto is not having a home game. They have to play I, in Tampa. Right. Yes. Home games or Tampa. They are now for right. the start of the season. The Tampa Bay via no, the Toronto Rap the Toronto via the Toronto Raptors via Tampa Bay somebody's. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's not a bubble. So that's okay, maybe uh Toronto's getting ready to sell the team. Tampa Bay, so they can not, they don't have a Canadian team. I don't know. I'm throwing total shit out right now, folks. Yeah, at least I I'll mean, admit it. You know, at least I, I'll I get it. it. I get it. I under, all of what you said was absolutely great, except for the word bubble. Well, because I agree 100%. They're trying to stay in the States in case some type of travel ban happens because yep. you know they had issues with that um, earlier with videos and artists and stars and shit so um yeah kudos way to make a deal tampa where to go tampa yeah you got the, they did it they got yeah. everything going on somebody's drinking the kool-aid down in tampa bay this year i'm telling you yeah and a whole lot of people is drinking it they getting poisoned by that brady punch man oh that's a little early um <laughs> He said it now. Uh, All-Star game? <laughs> yes, 2024. Indianapolis lands the rescheduled All-Star game was just announced. It's coming here in Indy 2024 because they were supposed to be here. Was it this year? Or yes. It was this year. Yes, it was this past season. They were supposed to be here. Or was it this, this season coming? Was it 2020 or 2021? 2021. Hello. 
Okay, so I yeah. was I was trying to visual read. <laughs> I got you. You were trying to multitask time. on me. You can't do that because it freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't doing it very well at all. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they rescheduled our invitation to getting the uh, All Star Game to 2024. Just saw that earlier. Thought I'd mention it because it is the hometown. Go Indy. Uh, yeah, that's all great. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. So that's the end of the result. Uh, Courtney, whatever. She has to give this a technical term, but we still know how many have been black and who have many have not been damn black. <laughs> Trevin Davis has a question. Thoughts oh, yeah. on the Ravers and Steelers game being moved to Sunday. Stay with us because we will be getting to that shortly, sir. Thank you. Well, at about 33 minutes. Hey, stick with <laughs> us. We got a lot of stuff, but we're going to get to it. Because it's, it's NFL season. NFL season is really, really popping. So we like to end with that. But Because um, you got to stay for it, our picks, man. You got to stay for yeah. our picks. But just to give you a little prelim, I think it's bullshit. All right, uh, so let's keep it moving. Chicago Blackhawks <laughs> making some waves with their female uh, coaching and player position. What are they called? The uh, player, player growth. growth. Yes. Player uh, development. Player development. That was what I was looking for when I took the note in. Um, they hi- I can't remember exactly who they hired. It was a, uh, a girl from the Olympic team. That they hired to be their third, I believe, their third female coach or player developmental um, type person of the of the thing. It is BS. You're damn right, Trevin. Thank you. Hey, you're 16. Watch your mouth. Oh, you, I can't be doing it. Hey, he said BS. He didn't say the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just being the old wrinkled guy. Oh, well, he's shining tonight, folks. <laughs> He shines every night. It doesn't matter where he's at, what he's doing. The one shines. Cool boy. Oh, Those are fireworks, boy. folks. Those are fireworks. No, that's um, that's pretty absolutely god darn cool. Um, like I said last week with the um, all the all African American uh, refereeing staff at the football. You know, right now race and gender is really big yep. in all of society. So anything that they do is yes, it's it's cool, but it's blown way higher. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not sitting there saying we're not sitting there just completely electrifying the fact that it's oh my gosh, they got three women. Okay, if they're qualified, they're qualified regardless. That's how I look at it. Just That's like it. Vanderbilt coming up this this weekend could have the possibility of being the first Power Five conference to have a female player play in a football game. They have been stricken by the COVID there in their special teams uh, area, especially their kicking. So this female soccer player, who's pretty damn good from what I understand, has been practicing uh, kicking field goals with the team and will travel. Nice. Nice. Hey, go for it, man. Kick, Kick it. Kick the I ball. Mean, since, we're, since we're throwing gender race news out there, just ah. I got some too. <laughs> uh oh. What is that? Your Michael That Jackson? was my mic. Yes, that was my wow. mic. Wow. <laughs> oh, man, that hurt me. That hurt me. <laughs> God, man, I think I. Woo. Killing me, Smalls. 
<laughs> All right. So, hey, brother, why don't you tell the people how they can get a hold of us? Well, you can get a hold of us on all social media platforms, through all uh, podcast platforms, through YouTube, through everything, BW Sports One, and go to bwsports1.com and also info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. If you're looking to up your uh, marketing and your and your visibility is the name I was looking for, is the word I was looking for. If you're looking to up your visibility as a brand or a company, we're here to help. We are here to help. Info.bwsports1 at gmail.com today. Awesome. Great job, bro. Not tomorrow you because are... I am going to take a day off. <laughs> I mean, you can still email. You can still email. True. We'll just get you on the next business day. I don't know. I might be sitting there not wanting to do anything else and I just happen to go like, oh, let me look. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> maybe. All right. Between Saturday and Monday. How about that? Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> We're quick to get back with you. That's what he's saying. <laughs> All right. So um, <clears throat> let's jump into some um, college football. Uh, so the FBS poll came out yesterday. Um, lot to talk about. First, what are you doing? Are you talking? I can't hear you. Yes, I was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. I look up and just, I was, whatever. Okay, so, um, Lots to talk about with this, but the first thing I want to say is um, with the barely win by OSU, the non-playing and the already loss of Clemson, and the straight beatdown that the Tide is giving everybody, um, they were unanimously selected to be number one overall of everything. All 62 votes for first place went to Alabama. And I would say the reasoning, honestly, is Notre Dame was off. Now, I'm not saying that they deserve number one, but I'm saying that they probably would have gotten at least one vote, possibly a second vote this week, had they actually had a game. They were off. Uh, now they actually play, listen to this, Friday against North Carolina. That's going to be a good game. No, I a don't. A game, game you should win It's going to be a good game. I really don't think it is. I think that Notre Dame is actually okay. – I, I, it might be for the first half. But I've seen too much, uh, too many holes in North Carolina's defense that Notre Dame should not, should not have any problem with, especially come after halftime. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so, but um, so, now. so the top six uh, was Alabama. Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, Texas A&M, and Florida. Mm -hmm. 
One thing that really jumps out in that top six to me is that they put a, and this is where it really contradicts. Um, I think the there's an echo. Do you hear that? Nope. Okay. This is making sure. on your side. I don't know where I'm hearing it from because this is the only volume that I get. Uh, I but anyway, so um, um, that they put a one loss. Clemson team over a still undefeated OSU team, Four but games. but Four games. okay, shut up. But <laughs> but and I this is where you go. This is the only time that you're gonna ever hear me pull any stick up or have any backing. For any team that's outside the Power Five, when it comes to the rankings of the of the top six, when it uh, comes to the FBS, is BYU. How is BYU fourteen in the C in the in the college football playoff behind two teams with two losses? <laughs> and about Preach, three brother. teams. And about it with your talking, and about three to four teams with about three to four less games. Now I told you what I tell you. You said no, Cincinnati, BYU, they undefeated. They gonna get all this because of this. I that, didn't that. say now. What did I tell you? Switching my words to make you sound a little smarter than you halfway are. What I said was they should be higher. And certain teams because of their record, not necessarily because they who they played, because we had that conversation. I told you, but I tell you what's gonna happen. What did I tell you? I was all I was really surprised that Cincinnati stayed where they were. I because figured that they were true, probably they are, they're good, man. They I think what was I think the thing with them was was that win last weekend against UFC. I think that win kept them where they were and not falling further behind like BYU did. You know, granted, BYU has some a lot of things that that's gone against them with scheduling coming up this year. I get it. Right. They you put them in front of you, you be whoever they who they put in front of you. I get it. I understand that. But if you're going to rate, if you're going to not um take scheduling into play when you're doing the top five or the top three, then this should always then this should take the same precedent later on in that top 10 or in that next five. BYU should not be 14. No, they're what seven and oh yeah it should not be yeah they're undefeated they should be up in the top 10 period and you actually look at the top six or the outside the top six well uh including Clemson if you look farther down the line, those teams that have been beaten, those one-loss teams, have been beaten by the number one, the number two, or the number three team. It's it's crazy. And that's how good the season actually is this year. It's turned out a lot better than what I thought it would be. Yes, I still think I still think um, in any of these collegiate sports, even all the way down to the high school level, that it's going to be a – the winner is going to be a winner of endurance. 
whoever can stay the healthiest at the right time. Like, as you can already see it down on the local level, like Carmel and Noblesville girls, they've already had to reschedule because Noblesville doesn't have enough players. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's, he's already affected. It's going to come down to what is this going to happen? I know they got these vaccines or whatever, but it's going to come down to it these later in these months when it comes to getting ready for those, those state runs. How many teams are going to have their players, their best players? You know what I mean? It's different in college and in the pros and throwing your roster out there. Hey, man, all y'all can play. High school ain't like that. Right. There's about three to four good players on every high school team. Yeah. <laughs> At least two. <laughs> At least two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After that, just think, you know, um, say Noblesville. You know what I mean? They got a whole roster. But if that one player, if Ashlyn becomes, uh, God forsake it, you know, has an injury or a or a health issue or whatever. If she's not on that team, man, they probably don't win a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's part of the morale and especially high school sports. I mean, that's they're, they're still young, you know. You guys, you guys are not you guys, but you know, a lot of people's got to take into consideration they are still young. I mean, they are. 15, 14 through 18 years old. They're young. They don't know how to necessarily, um, I don't want to use the word adversity, but they don't want to, uh, I'm poking the bear now. They don't, you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's a lot more emotion and love for the games and and just that much more intense, I think, which makes sense. I, I, I get what you're saying. I got you, brother. That's why, that's why I got you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, from all in all, all in all, it kind of just fell out to exactly how I anticipated it it would come out to be. You know, maybe flip-flop um, OSU and Clemson, but either way, I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Because we know that their value Clemson much, even though they have, you know, three five-star quarterbacks behind Trevor Lawrence, they know they evaluate that whole football team on him playing or him not playing. So, I uh, and that's beside the point if they lost, if they didn't lose with him or without him, regardless. I just know they evaluate that team differently with him or without him. So, uh, with that, I don't, I don't really have a problem with. I think Florida is in a prime spot. They're, they can be that second SEC team in from where they're at. Because Ohio State still has to play Northwestern, and you know that they they got a team this year now. Uh other than Wisconsin, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm yeah, sorry. Other than Wisconsin, <laughs> they haven't really played much of anybody. But you know, uh, you beat who you beat. <laughs> you beat who you beat, like you said. I mean, see, we kind of flip flop each week on how we feel somewhat because. You're starting to come to my side on things, and I feel your side on things. I mean, I still believe you beat who you beat, but the Big Ten—they're in the bright—they're Northwestern. They're in the Big Ten, so every school that I feel in the Big Ten should be able to handle any school that's not in a Power Five conference. That goes for the scrub-ass teams in the Big Twelve. And in the Pac-12, you know what I'm saying? Y'all should be able to go beat the goddamn Ball State. You should go beat a Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati is really good. 
but you like you should go beat them. Period. <laughs> See, I, I'm surprised, honestly, that Cincinnati did not actually move into the Big Ten when they made their their um, all those you know. Hey, you see how quick UConn got right out of that AAC for their girls. Hey, they ain't doing you no good. You win 90 regular season games in a row. That's not making your program good. You know what I'm saying? They ain't won it in the last couple years either, have they? No, because they've been playing real real other teams. Hey, just saying. You know what I mean? This is different. You got to play Muffy. (laughs) Muffy, I apologize. Um, so anything else on that, on that top 10? Uh, no, not on the top 10. All right. So, uh, IU fans do not be discouraged with that loss because over the last three and a half seasons, you have been building a football program. The question is, is IU the next trending program in the big 10? I would have to say yes because uh, of their coach and their culture now. I think they have a a very good coach who brings a winning culture uh, mindset to his players that knows how to connect with those young athletes, that knows how to get them to do what needs to be done on the field. And you saw it last Saturday. I was actually watching this game with Brad the Italian. I was watching with Brad the Italian, and I was at his house, and we started watching. Uh, it was a uh, second or no third quarter. I'm sorry, second half, and I couldn't believe though when they fumbled the ball going into it was like first and goal. It was late, and IU fumbles the ball. It's like oh my god, and it was because he was switching hands. He ran around the ref, didn't touch the ref. It was really close. Didn't touch the ref. But as he went to switch hands, the ball comes loose. It's like, dude, it's raining, man. Just hold on to it. You're right there. Just hold on to it. I think they tried it one too many times because they just executed it earlier. So the next time you come around, you – but that's here nor there. Hey, you got a good, you got a good thing, you got a good thing going on yeah. in IU, and you've been in this position before several times over the past ten to fifteen seasons. Um, the problem is, is you don't pay them, but I think you got a thing going on with Tom Allen up there at Bloomington. He wants to be there. They want him there. He's recruiting heavily out of the Florida area. And this is a really good foundational program. And I just want to say this. Um, Michigan always wins. Who is their running, who is their, uh, running back coach at uh, IU? Uh, that'd be one, uh, Mike Hart, who is the all-time Russian leader at the University of Well, Michigan. I'm so glad you have something <laughs> to stand on this year. <laughs> Ah yes, so uh, don't don't fret, IU fans. You you have a good thing going on, and uh, you should be uh, pretty happy with yourself. There you go. There you go. Number eleven, Northwestern. 
just talked about. Uh, they're eight. They're eight in the into the in the yes in, in the, the football poll. Yeah, yep. they're eight. So Eleven in the AP. Then you have uh, them eighth in the football playoffs. Yeah, at, at this point, I care less about the AP. It's all yeah, the college football playoffs. It's on the playoffs now. So they're eighth. Move from 19th to eighth. <laughs> I'm not even – man, you tried to snack me up, didn't you? Oh, fucking Tony is retarded, man. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, yes, bro. What uh, is going on? About that. We already kind of talked about that. There are the what, other Dabo? No, the other the, – never mind. Move on to Dabo. Yeah. yeah, we're moving on to Dabo. Dabo, Dabo, Dabo. Dabo is hot right now at the University of Florida Suck-Ass State. What's the so, apparently, for parents, so what I get, what I gather is um, their individual university protocols, not the – uh, the ACC, but the the university protocols for the COVID didn't align, so Florida State pulled out of the game. Is that how I understand that correctly? I believe so. You know, I I kind of caught snippets of it. Um, I don't know. You know what? Like I said in the thing, yeah, you might be scared to play them, but you know what? It's not like there. Florida State is not your biggest rival. It's not South Carolina pulling out of the out of the rivalry game, man. Florida State sucks. What do you need to play hey. another suck ass team for? Listen, listen. What he wants to do, he wants to return the favor to the University of Florida State. It's actually Clemson. Florida State University. I don't give the crap what they are because I'm not a fan of them either. The the best thing to come out of Florida, the uni, the University of Florida State, or whatever it is, Florida but State no, University. it's yeah, whatever it is. The best thing to come out of there is Deion Sanders. Other than that, it's mean, a not, crappy ass school. Not not Chris Winkie. Uh, no, not <laughs> even their Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward. You know I mean, I can I can care less. I can care less about Florida State. What Dabo wants to do is repay all those those ass whoopings that Florida State delivered to Clemson back when Clemson wasn't good and Florida State was good. He just wants to give it back, and he feels that he's being robbed out of that joy of returning those ass whoopings. Well, get over it, dude. <laughs> get over I commend it. him. I'm commending. Yes. Yeah. Go get him. Call them out. You scared to get your ass whooped because I'm better. I get. I mean, I get that part, but who cares? Who hey, prime time did didn't shit. have to hit. You don't have to hit where they don't throw the ball at you, bro. <laughs> you ain't got to tackle when your presence keeps them from throwing the ball at you. Jesus. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, prime time is he's the greatest quarterback of all quarterbackdom. It's besides the point. No, he's not the greatest, but we're not going to go there tonight. He's not the greatest quarterback of all time? He's up there. He's not the greatest. Oh, oh yeah. That I would love to hear who not, you think. I'm not getting into it tonight because we got too much Ooh. shit to go over, and that ain't one of them. Ooh. 
You put that Ooh. on my notes next week, and we will talk our asses. <laughs> Because we know you're not gonna say it's a Michigan boy, Charles Woodson. So we're not. We're definitely gonna say. But anyway, moving right, on. Um, <laughs> he's gonna say something like Daryl Green or some shit like that. Nope, I'm not gonna tell you. He know. might say some retarded ass eagle. That's what he's probably gonna say. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're trying to push but, me to say it, yeah, but I'm not yeah, saying it. Yeah, just, I'm getting over the adversity of you telling me that of you trying to pull it out of me, Damon. <laughs> the adversity? Oh, that's better. That's better. That's better. That's better. All right. So, um, top 25 men's basketball. Everybody knows. Uh, men's basketball has started today. There are some electric games. So I guess we tie these next two in together. Uh, three or so, or four, whatever we tie them all in together. So, um, college basketball has officially started today. The women's side has also started. I did watch uh, Carol Lawson's first game, uh, as a head coach of Duke earlier today. Got to catch a little bit of that, caught a little bit of the NC State game, uh, caught a little bit of the Michigan women's game a little bit as well. So, but we're here to talk a little bit about the men's and they get full swing. Pretty much everybody in the top 25 is playing over the next four days. Yep. I think except in the C because Matt Barnes tested positive. Not Matt Barnes. Um, whatever his last his name, last name Barnes, but on Carolina? Coach of Tennessee. Oh, coach of Tennessee. Yeah. Barnes, something Barnes. Can't remember. But anyway, because he came from Texas. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think they're not playing because of that. But other than that, pretty much everybody is playing. Uh, you got number one, Gazaga, who is starting their season off with a loaded. We are missing the the early tip-offs, like the Maui shootout, uh, the Maui gym, Maui classic, uh, missing that. The Atlantis and down into the Bahamas. We're missing all these these opening season tournaments where we get these fabulous matchups early, but it looks like they're still trying to get some of those in, as you can see with the number one Gonzaga going against number six Kansas tomorrow. Uh, Kansas is strong, but I think Gonzaga is probably the most complete team um, in this year's bracket outside of who I watched early today it was absolutely phenomenal is the fighting the line eye of Illinois. Big 10, you better get ready because they play 10 deep and they get up and down the floor and they got bigs. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they look good. They put up what? 122 points today. Damn, I hope somebody <laughs> bet the over on that game. Yeah, that was that was crazy. So you got pretty much everybody's playing. Um, you know, we North Carolina just won. Your boys at number sixteen, uh, they won earlier just a little bit ago with a nice uh, double digit win. Uh, my boys, Michigan, we we won a little bit uh, earlier to go, a little bit earlier ago against uh, a very good MAC team in the uh, Bowling Green Falcons. So, but it's. Um, it's loaded, man. It's loaded. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, the, and obviously, 
like you said, I'm a Carolina fan. Everybody should know that by now on the basketball court. Um, Garrison Brooks, dude. Garrison Brooks is coming off of a, a late, kind of late bloom last season. And he's coming in with vengeance this season. I can't wait to watch him play more. Uh, the dude from, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, yes, that guy. Kansas. Yeah. Mark Garrett. You know what? Kansas right now, you, you and Arizona are still in that. Eh, no, I'm just saying that, cheating. That, one, <laughs> that player himself on yeah. the court, is is he's he's legit. Yeah. Um, I'll be up on my names uh, in the next coming weeks when I get to spend a little more time because I haven't done my homework too much on the college basketball scene because, frankly, didn't really think that we were going to get to this point with the college basketball season. So um, I'll be a little bit more polished <laughs> on my on my names in the upcoming weeks. But um, there's some really talented teams. I think there's about eight teams who really, really have a shot to uh, win a national title. Uh, Gonzaga looks really good. This could be their year that they they get over the, oh, we're just there, we've been here. This could be a really good year for them to make it over. They have a very, 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 very complete team. Bench play, solid uh, post play, and solid guard play. Um, and in college, you know, you got to have guards to shoot the ball. So I think they look really good. Baylor looks really good. Uh, Villanova was turning a lot of scores. Um, I like Iowa with Luca Garza, but I don't know if their perimeter players can defend elite talent. But my sleeper team for college basketball, which is unheard of because they are a blue bullet, would be the North Carolina Tar Heels. Watch out, folks. If they get time to finish this season, they are going to be electrifying. Oh, God. It's electrifying. Get it? Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't spit it uh, out, man. Don't spit it out. I'm not sure what kids are talking about uh, from M14. <laughs> if you're talking about Olivia Brown, I will be watching her on Friday afternoon in person. There you go. <laughs> there you go. As as he mentions, as he mentions her. <laughs> I see that. But he also mentions, I love you, Tony. Prime time wouldn't hit. Damn right. Makes him sick. That's what that's what started the whole conversation. Primetime didn't repeat. have to hit because they didn't throw the ball at him. So how can you be judged with everything to be the best if you're not even because giving Because you're time? great. And you're so great that they don't even challenge you. Like, you know what? It's not going to be a positive play for us, so we don't even throw the ball. Look, I'm telling you right now, I feel offended, I feel attacked, and I can't deal with this adversity right now. Man, you can... <laughs> <laughs> no, he plays with North Central. I have not called any boys basketball. I have not called any boys basketball this year uh, yet. Um, I do know uh, my uh, friend of mine's son is at North Central as well, but Lester Hayes. Ah, okay, I have heard the name, but I have not went and saw him play just quite yet. Um, you know, not, we do have a uh, 
a local athlete spotlight challenge going on to everybody, Tony. If you want to spotlight a an athlete, a high school athlete, maybe perhaps in the basketball court, maybe if you'd like to spotlight these athletes, send the information to info.bwsports1 at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, we'll probably be talking to Tony here in a couple weeks. Um, he that's is a, yes, yes, that's besides the point, but, um, so it, it's fair to be, it's going to be a really good college basketball season on both sides of the ball. Um, I'm anxious to see how, um, I mentioned her a little early ago, Carol Lawson, I've heard of how her progression goes with the university of Duke. So, um, college basketball, let's go get it. I'm ready. I'm ready. So. Now, before we jump to the NBA free agency debacles and shambles and whatnot's going on there, let's give you what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Do the commercial. Do the commercial. I was sticking with the damn script. <laughs> Kinda. Because <laughs> you, you never no, the commercial is fine. You didn't answer the question in what the question? next section. What question? The question? Just read it. As we play the commercial. Read it. God, good God, man. <laughs> good God, Jim. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy Dan from Black and White Sports and BWSports1.com. I'm here today to fill you in on a little banking advice. I don't know much, but I know somebody who does. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard at First Financial Bank. 317-417-8582. Call John for all your banking essentials. He's really good at banking. 317-417-8582. Call John today and tell him the boys from BWSports1.com sent you. I think he was trying to tell me to read the question that I put on the notes. Is this correct, sir? Uh, No. Right there in the section where it says, just read it. And there's a question that says, it's up to you how we do it. Oh, going yeah. to be out sure to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I must cut that part off because I'm totally missing it, folks. I have already. That makes sense now, doesn't it? <laughs> I still can't find the damn thing out. But, but, it, but it makes sense now, doesn't it? I yes, it does. I kind of feel like uh, what was it, the Jim Carrey movie, uh, when he's talking into the oh the God movie. What is it, Bruce Almighty? When he's talking into the teleprompter, and I'm reading a teleprompter, and I play like a sissy girl or whatever he says, and he's like you know lipping and stuff because I lost it. I can't find the damn thing. Uh -huh. It happened. So I will let you lead us. Into what you want to lead us to. No, we're just going to the NFL. We're going to talk uh, to the NFL. We'll talk a little uh, NFL news. And then you're going to tell them who else is hooked up with BW Sports. And then we're going to get into our spotlight games. That's what we got going on. IU is only up five at home to Tennessee Tech. First at half, there's... Um, I'm sorry, bro. You like IU, not us. <laughs> no, your wife likes IU, not yeah, us. You like Purdue. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I think, yeah. 
Sorry. <laughs> Rona. <laughs> but anyway, so uh 10 and 0, bro. 10 and 0. Yeah. What's the note say? 10 and 0. Well, no, what right after that 10 and 0, what's sitting next to it? What it's saying is a big number you, one and yeah, screw <laughs> you to the NFL because isn't that the whole reason why you have the extended roster for these particular reasons? You've already screwed us out of primetime games once. You know what I mean? It's primetime game, bro. Primetime game. Thanksgiving. When's the last time Pittsburgh played on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I don't know. It was perfect time to play. I mean, I wasn't going to be asleep from the turkey. I was going to be able to watch the whole game. You know what I mean? And you screwed me. But it's all right, though, because... Still going to beat that ass. There you go, Trey. <laughs> Trevin, there was my outtake on. Uh... <laughs> I finally found the part that you wanted me to read. <laughs> now I now it totally makes sense. <laughs> it completely makes sense. Yep. So ten and zero. Yep. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. You know so what I'm gonna I, say? I've been holding it. Nope. I'll wait until later. I got a little I bit wrote, more time to let it out, so I'm gonna let it out in a little bit. I wrote. There was a whole lot of tweets. I was talking to John. There's a whole lot of tweets. Uh, about that from the Steelers fans. There was a couple from Juju, a couple from Claypool. You know what I mean? Nobody was really happy about it. You know what I mean? These guys wanted – and it wasn't about because Baltimore had, had injuries or whatever. It was about that these guys wanted to play on Thanksgiving Day. I mean, that's like special. That's like NBA and Christmas Day. Yeah, you bitch about it. I want to be home with my family, whatever. But if you are playing on that day, you are like elite. <laughs> that is the shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to watch Washington and the Cowboys? Not I. <laughs> Not I. You're really still trying to poke the bear and getting me to fumble out when I was on my tongue, but I want to hold it for a little uh, bit. No, all I said was, I said, who wants to watch the Cowboys and the Washington? So that further allows me to narrow down your people since you got a little angry about those two teams. And you're not going to root for a Cowboy fan. So it obviously has to be somebody on the Redskins. Nope. This is the last day to start with a W. <laughs> Nope. He said, I'd rather watch Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, because you have calves of a Greek god. <laughs> wow. Tony, we gotta send, you got to send us. A, we need to do a little segment here called the Fanfare, <laughs> where fans send us video clips of them doing sporty things. Dancing would be sporty to me. I want to hey. see a clip. Tony, yes, he just send us calves. a clip. I want to see man. your, what'd you call them? What'd you call them? His calves. No, no, no. What'd you call them before? What'd you say? I don't know. You said something. Some kind of calf. I don't know. It was a different word than sexy. I know it wasn't sexy. 
but it 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 was it was, was kind of definitely not that sexy. <laughs> it was, this was definitely not sexy. I've never seen a man's calf, so I can't say one way or the other. But you, sir, implemented by whatever words you used earlier that he's got sexy calves. All right. Well, anyway, before they did away with the stealthy stuff, they was going to be missing their running backs. I think with the number of protocols, ah, the calves of a Greek god. That was there it. you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Then he comes um, back. No, I left left feet. Makes it even better for the clip, sir. Send it on in. Yes. <laughs> so, um, who the hell are we talk about? Uh, on the Steelers. No, we're off the Steelers. We're off the Steelers. All right, Joe Burrow. Oh, yes. Man, that hurts. I, you know, I gotta give that to that kid. Man, he's got heart. He's got talent. He's got he's got a future in the NFL. And it sucks that he's out for the rest of the year because of an injury like that. I don't even know exactly what it was. Did he it's tear his ACL? Or, huh? It's going to be longer. It's going to be longer. They, they, his initial tweet was, hey, sorry, sucks. Oh, he's next not going to get rid of it. He's not going to be back next year. Right. I don't because the extent of his injuries has now been released. He's got an ACL, MCL, and other structural oh so thing. that whole thing is ripped to shit so his whole thing he had mcl issues he also had uh i think meniscus oh yeah man welcome to the club oh. welcome to the club <laughs> so he's got full knee knee issues so um if it was just the acl yeah i think he'd come back next year but with all of that eh, i don't know hey you know then that Things to tell you, unfortunately for him, is he's going to be playing his last year on rookie contract, fighting to show people that he's back for good on, on a rehabbed year. That's that sucks. Yeah, you know and, and, and it does suck. But um, a conversation I've had two or three times over the past week um, was: Is there blame? to be assessed for this injury. And I, I keep standing on that it's football. I, yeah, I didn't <laughs> actually see the hit or anything. I know I didn't hear it. As, and real quick, Mara, I would not admit to that yet, by the way. Give it a couple years, then admit being a Bengals fan. Uh, the unhappy triad. I think we were clicking at the same time, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Three ligaments called unhappy triad. There you go. There you go. I'll let you click it now. Um, yeah, I mean it's football. It happens. And you you got dirty players in every sport, but I'm not saying anything about it was dirty because I, honestly I didn't see it, but I have not heard anything stating that it's anything else than no, 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 no. The blame was never on the hit. You know, right. uh, he was always in the clear. But I've been hearing conversations. I've had conversations of the blame being put on the organization for, for having him play? in there. Yeah, we've had that, and I'm like, it's it's football. It was like then it's then it's well. Uh, the offensive line is trash. You know, why would you put your franchise in like that over over trash? Well, who else are going to play? Right. Well, the kids got to play. You know what I'm saying? So what are you going to do? But I'm like, regardless, 
you that type of energy, that type of head, you're going to get that at any point in time of a game. Regardless if the offensive line is trash or not, well, oh, you get more likelihood if the offense is trash. Hey, if you know your offensive offensive line is trash, get rid of the fucking ball. Switch your play calling up to you know what I'm saying. If you know the offense, right? You know what I mean. Pretty simple. If you know your offensive is trash, just stop giving these five step and seven step dropbacks. Yep. You know what I'm saying. Stick them in the shotgun. Yep. Put him in shotgun. <laughs> give him that extra second to see and, and analyze the field. Get rid of it. But their argument comes in the fact that, you know what I'm saying, this is his first year, and he's already had over 400 drop-back passes. So that does give you a lot more acceptability, accessibility to being hit. But I think those injuries come at any point in time of the game. So, no, I'm not going to put any blame on the Cincinnati Bengals organization for putting him in there. You got to get him to play. Yep. Bad example. You know what I mean? Peyton Manning, when he came into the league, his offensive line was trash. Yep. And they went, what, 3-13 and 13 or whatever it was? You know what I'm saying? Peyton didn't take no hits like that. Give her the damn ball. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? So – no, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here looking at my notes. You got me confused, man. You can't do this to me. I print notes out now, and I'm looking at these notes. Why did you put this part at the very end when we're talking? We, we this should be the end part. I'm kind of lost. You threw me off. Because, right? no, the end was bro discussion. That's what bro discussion was about. And then when we go back to our normal programming, that's when it comes into play is in that section. So broscussion becomes whatever we want to talk about. Oh, my God, you're killing me. Gotcha. <laughs> Kill me, bro. You're killing All me. All right, Damon. Lead us on. <laughs> All right. As we move on to the next thing is um, – what else do we got going on during the week before we get into our spotlight games? Oh, man. Well, on Mondays, I know you do a thing with Rafael and Sparza where you talk about betting money. You bet your ass we do. Ha <laughs> ha! Bet your ass with Rafael Sparza. Monday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. We did take this week off just to – man, I was trying – you got me all discombobulated tonight, D. Good God, it's been a long day. <laughs> Monday nights, Raphael, Brett, your ass with Rafael Esparza joins us 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Tuesday nights, the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Redraft Show, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then it will go out to all the, plat- the podcast platforms of BWSports1.com because that is their exclusive show for our network wednesday nights you find us right here wednesday night live 7 30 eastern standard time saturdays 12 30 p.m eastern standard time super kicking it with steven that's right folks we got some we got some good stuff getting ready to hit that group if you're not uh if you're not in that group super kicking it with steven you better jump in there now because i'm telling you there's some good stuff coming down the pipeline and then we got our brothers from other mothers well you have other mothers. I actually have the same mother as one of them, brothers. <laughs> Checkers and wreckers. Everything drives fast, shifts hard, and keeps that rubber on the road or slings that dirt. 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Sunday mornings. 
I'm so excited for this upcoming spring and summer. Oh, you and me both. <laughs> but I'm not getting in no damn car. I'm not getting in the car, but I am there. I am out there like a, a fucking owner should be. I'm there's, in that bitch. There's looking. We're gonna have to put then we're gonna have to get you to like be our uh you'll have to be a, a wrench man or something. We're gonna have to you're like the crew chief. I know we're gonna show you what a wrench is and it's <laughs> Ah, oh man, we'll even get a garage so you don't get the elements on your head. Because <laughs> you know you are a climate control kind of guy. Yeah, yes, I am. And I'm not going to wear one of them onesies. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, spotlight games of last and this week. So uh, let's start it off, man. Who is your surprise players and teams for last week? Um, I'm going to start with my surprise team, and it's the Jets. Let me explain. They okay, lost. Please, they dude. lost the game, as we knew they as were. Usual. <laughs> but how many points did they actually score? I'm A lot. surprised. I know. I'm surprised. Like 28 points. Congratulations. You're not as bad. As we all thought, but you're just there. You know what I'm saying? You're just there. I'll give you a little kudos this week for putting up 28 points in a loss still. They are. <laughs> we know we they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They are the Phoenix Suns of the NFL. And I'm talking about wow. Phoenix Suns from about six years ago. All right. Four. Okay, four. Yeah, I'm not Phoenix right <laughs> now. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Who's your player? Derek Carr, man. Uh, you know, he's he stepped up this year. You know, they, they got I think they're six and four. You know, they're they're obviously still behind the Chiefs, but they already gave the Chiefs one loss earlier this year. Chiefs got it back this this weekend. But they were going back to back. That whole game. Derek Carr's keeping him in it. And he is turned into a uh, over average quarterback in the league. Uh yes. Um I Derek Carr should be giving us all the credit for his turnaround of this season uh, because we challenged him. We challenged him. You were tired of losing. You were tired of losing. Yeah. So we challenged you to play better. Yes. We challenged you. We and you. I know it was uh, episode uh, uh, three. Say, yeah. You know what I mean? We challenged you. He so heard us. Tired of hearing it. He, he heard, heard us. us. He, I'll take that. I'll take that. There, so, man. We yeah. just talked about you on the show. <laughs> Got to come pull it together. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't even uh, have to respond to it. He responded on the field. He's been responding on the field. Congratulations. Even though they didn't get the win, yes, I did. You know, like I said, the Jets didn't, but they at least scored twenty-eight points. Derek Carr is keeping him in there. He's a hell of a actions speak louder than words. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> uh, 
My player is Taysom Hill. The tight end or the quarterback? <laughs> the quarterback. <laughs> Let and me tell you something real quick. If you had him in your fantasy football team this past week, you got double points. They had him as a tight end and quarterback. So, I don't, well, I don't know how he got double points, but I don't – because tight end can't throw yeah, to himself. Um, but, yeah, still. <laughs> I don't that was know. dumb. Um, Just I, say, Dan, that was dumb. Hey, Shut up. I got to let you go. Sometimes you got to let them, let them find out on their own. You ever seen Wedding Crashers? <laughs> uh, yes. Lock it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I went with Taysom Hill. One, not because I think he is uh, this transition player or he had this awesome super game. I thought he played a very adequate game for the circumstance. The defense, I thought, won that game. But it was a good team to show that uh, maybe Sean Payton was on to something a couple years ago when he said you were the quarterback of the future for that organization. So we got a chance to see a little bit about it. I was also a little surprised that he didn't start Jameis, but I was reminded of this statement. So then it allowed me to be like, okay, yeah, Tyson Hill starts this game. But he goes 18 for 23, 235 yards, no INTs. And he also led them in rushing with 10 carries and 51 yards and two touchdowns. Great job, young fella. Uh, let's see you do that against a good team. Yeah. Next up, we'll see. Yeah. And my, uh, my surprise team is the Broncos, bro. Who's going with the Broncos? Yay! They're 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 trying to hang in it. They're yeah, trying. They're, yeah, Broncos, good job. Yeah, now let's move to the other side of the coin. Flip, flip, flip. Disappointments yep. of the week, Damon. Who you got? Uh, the one goes with team as the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm gonna go with the whole Buccaneers organization uh the, the the acquiring of tom brady's tools uh the lack of adequate play calling uh the lack of being able to be productive down the field they have got, got to fight through this adversity and get to get get together what are you keep stroking that fire you're <laughs> Uh, well, you got, you got my blood bullet. You're stroking that fire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I just thought it was bad. You know, this is a perfect opportunity for you to overcome those two bad losses to um, the Saints and to beat a very good Rams team who is on their fifth trip to this side of the side of the country, and then you have to backdoor and play the Chiefs next week. This is a bad thing for the Brady. You were just, at first, you were still trying to find a way to win the division. Now you're in a position not to even make the playoffs, which my one friend, Dan DeLeon, said before the season that Tampa Bay might not make the playoffs. I know that guy. I heard him. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my, my team. Uh my player, um, is a whole organization, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna go with the Ravens, but but I'm gonna explain this, and it has absolutely nothing to do with anything 
game-wise. Watch the game. Before the game, the altercation mm-hmm. that was at half court or half court at midfield <laughs> between John Harbaugh mm-hmm. and the coach of my grandma of the Bravens and the cornerback of the Raven of the um uh who the hell were they playing? Uh the Titans. Yes, cornerback of the Titans. So they're out there jawing at one another, going at it. Harbaugh's heated, pointing finger, players being held back, blah, blah, blah. Did you see any Ravens players backing up their coach? Nope. No, sir. There you have it. Kind of reminds you of what happened to Andy Dalton in Dallas. Bingo. Somebody has lost control of their world. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's lost control of the world. I'm just on the fact that nobody was behind their coach when he's out fighting, sticking up for y'all. Mm-hmm. He's getting trying to get this game hype for y'all. And y'all are not following this lead. And then Lamar Jackson, after the game, has the nerve to stand on the podium via Zoom and say, oh, they just wanted it more than we did. Okay. Yeah. Yep. If they I see were how much a, you want to get paid. Uh, if they didn't have a decent uh, – if they didn't have a decent start to the season, if they would have been a, a sloppy start – they would be one of the teams that are tanking now because it sure as hell looks like they just gave up. Yep. No heart, no balls, no sticking for the two. And it sucks from an organization that's coming from the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Terrible. Ray, Ray Lewis should go in the locker room and give one of them. I stayed my ass out of jail because I snitched on the murder in the strip joint speeches. He, sir. Did I say yeah. that? He fought through adversity <laughs> to get back to the field. <laughs> Yeah, he pulled a 6'9". A Takashi 6'9". <laughs> All right, so um, your disappointments, sir. Uh, I'm going to start with the teams, the Vikings and the Lions. The Vikings Terrible. totally, I mean, Kirk Cousins started that game off. The, he was. I mean, they were looking good. It was looking good, and then all of a sudden – couldn't get it done in the end. It's like having sex and not being able to take the to the next level, period. I wouldn't know how that is. Some people out there may. Uh, and the Lions, you know, oh. Lions oh. have been struggling. Uh, I mean, they have just been struggling. You know, Stafford looks good, and then he gets hurt. Now, he did play. Uh, I told you I was on one today, Damon. <laughs> Uh, he did play with supposedly ligaments torn in his throwing thumb. Uh, obviously, that's going to put a little torn, uh, uh, yeah, backlash on your throwing. But you know, he, kids always got heart, man. He comes from Georgia. He does have heart. He's always had heart. I'm not going to say they don't have a team around him because, like I said at the beginning of the season, I thought that this team could do something. And no, man, wow. So, um, yeah. Uh, player, we're going to go back to your Buccaneer talk. 
Ronald Jones, 10 carries for 10 carries, okay? 10 carries, 24 yards on the field. I, I get what you're saying there. I really, really, really do. But I, he's a part of the organization, so, yeah, I'm with No, no, you. I'm saying because but, of what he has been doing in the past, it's all of a sudden, man, what's going on? You got to look at the play calls, man. Tom Brady is a pass-happy quarterback, and he But he uses his backs, but he uses his backs a lot. And when he throws to, when he throws to him, he doesn't catch a lot. Well – He's not a catching back. <laughs> That's why I have the right to be disappointed in him. Well, no, you don't. I mean, you do, but oh, you got geez. ten for two. But you got ten for twenty-four, as in ten rushing attempts, yeah. not ten pass attempts. No, he's got ten the whole. But he's, but he's their main back. He is known for breaking eighty yards a game. Now all of a sudden he's getting. 24 yards. And this is while this is even in the beginning of Brady's time down there this season. He was still one of the top backs. Now all of a sudden he's flopping back. I understand the play call. I really do. But when you're given the opportunity to run the ball, run the ball more than two and a half yards. Ten, ten attempts ain't giving no running back shit. Derrick Henry, his first Derrick Henry's first 15 attempts, he has 35 yards. His last 10 attempts, he had 130 yards. I'm just I mean, saying. Attempts mean you got to keep giving him the ball. The Play running better. back is at the board. The running back is at liberty of the quarterback and the play calls. So you're going to argue, but you're going to argue with me because I picked who I'm disappointed. No, I mean, I, I, I love the disc because the whole team is disappointed, but is. you can't be disappointed because his play call selection. Okay. You know what that I mean? Deal. If he had. Let me recant that. If he had 20 carries for 24 yards, you are absolutely correct. Let me recant that then, (laughs) sir. And I'll go to the team who has given me headaches all freaking season long. Come on, man. What'd you call it? The Jethro slap, Leroy, whatever. What was it? Ah, man. The Jethro Leroy Gibbs head slap. I do not understand. Nobody is going to tell me that Nick Foles meant that much difference in an offense. It has got to be somewhere in the coaching staff. However, however, as I said, and not many people seen this quote the other day, it's so bad it hurts. Is anybody catching my talk? It's so bad. It hurts. Put the motherfucker in the game and see what he can do because I'm tired of somebody not being able to see anybody open the whole game. Can't hold on to the ball. Makes dumbass throws down the field. Period. Point blank. There's my rant. You heard it here, folks, exclusively. I've been waiting since Sunday to do this tonight. Go on, go on. Carson Wentz and see what Jalen Hurts can do. Yes, that is a very good point, John, that they are missing Frank Wright as a piece. But my problem is Carson Wentz, 
I have been on his side for a while. However, over the past six weeks, I have not been saying much about Carson Wentz. There's a reason. Because this rant right here has had to happen now. It's so bad, it hurts. <laughs> I see that. Hey, but I'm going to tell you this. i now. And tell you this. I am with you. I was also angry at the beginning of the season about Carson Wentz and all the disrespect that he was getting, not being on the top 100 list. Jeez. But he has proven every single person correct. But I would still not put that boy in because he is not ready. Everybody in that organization says he's not ready. They didn't draft him to be ready now. If you put him in the game now and say, let's see what he can do, then your organization is at blame if he gets an injury like that boy in Burroughs had. They're in a whole different position than what Cincinnati is in. Cincinnati has to play him. Okay, so they what do, do you not think? have to play saying? him. I see your point. I see your point. And obviously, I'm coming off a little biased because that is my team. But what are we supposed to do? Continue the sh the fuckery in Philadelphia because he can't read the fucking field. I mean, he that's can't read it. There's many I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there watching these games, D. I'm sitting there watching. And you know I can analyze a football play. I'm watching them change before he before he hikes the ball. I'm watching the defense shift, and it's like, uh, why are you why are you not audibly? Why are you not audibly? And then I hear him audible, and I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't know what their co their codes are for what plays. But then he calls a play that the running back, he hands it off, and the running back is going up the exact hole that the blitz is coming from. And then on pass plays, he's sitting there. You got a, you got a defender. You got two people, two defenders right here. Nobody picked up the guy going on the post route down the field. And you aren't even looking at them. You're looking at these two two yard passes all the time. They can't stop it. Uh, they can't stop you from from passing two yards every time. But two yards of play does not get you a, a first down. It'll get right. you six yards. I mean, no, I don't know. I don't know if I was a betting man, which I am. I sure as fuck wouldn't pick the Eagles to win the division. Hey, listen, they're all all four teams in the East are are tanking. Suck. They're all tanking. But the Giants are going to end up winning the division. I believe so. I believe so. Let's put that in. Right. Okay. All right. Everybody Ooh, on my court has heard me have my rant now. Danny White. Is furious, folks. <laughs> well, y'all thought my rant about Michigan a couple weeks ago was bad. Nope. Hey, I'm telling you, that's been boiling up. That's been boiling up. You know what I just All said? Right. Damn, what? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> All right. All right. Hold my beer. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> right, let's go over last week's picks. Okay. Uh, last week's best game, you had the <laughs> – Last week's best game, you had the Chiefs and the Raiders. 
which turned out to be an obviously uh, one of the better games of the week. Um, yeah. I thought it was an excellent game. Um, I went off the beaten path, and I went with two <laughs> well, bad teams. I went with two bad teams to show that they were better of the bad teams, and one got hurt. So the Bengals and the Washington football team, obviously, dead. your game was the better of the two. Uh Worst game last I'd week. Say I'd had the worst game too. I had the better of the two worst games too because the Chargers beat beat the Jets, but the Jets again scores twenty eight points and keeps it like a six point game. Holy hell! Yeah, so that made it really close. Um, uh, you picked the Steelers and the Jags, and that was exactly what <laughs> that was what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, shit show. <laughs> Bro, he's a hug. He Tony, 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 Tony. I'm starting to sing now. Tony, Tony, Tony. I don't know you, but I love you. I need a hug. Can you feel it? I'm giving you a virtual hug right now to calm me down. I appreciate the love, brother. <laughs> and our most intriguing games for last week, uh, you had the Falcons and the Saints. Yep. Um, I thought it was very intriguing because my pick came out there with Taysom Hill. Um, and I picked the Colton, the Coltons. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? The Coltons? Bourbon. Wow. <laughs> I picked uh, the Packers and the Colts. <laughs> I just now seen what John said. <laughs> I got about 14 quality F bombs. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> All right. I'm still hot and bothered over here. Don't get me started again. I got to fight through this adversity to not blow up again. I'm stretching. Yeah, well, you throwing that line way out there, buddy. I'm totally just stretching away, stretching away. All right, so this week's uh, projected best game, I have the Colts and the Titans for the dominance of the AFC South. I have the Titans at the Colts because that's where they're actually playing at. That is great. That is great. Angel would love you. Just so you guys know, sort of notes, we put like the away team first and then at symbol and then the home team. So today, look at the note. Well, yes, last night, look at the notes. And I'm like, huh, I thought they were playing here. So I had to do that. Today's Watchinary sponsored by Bourbon on the Rocks. <laughs> That's where I'm going to need to go after this show is done. Uh, all I had was me, my sorry. decaf coffee, man. Good thing I didn't have the caffeinated shit. I'd be out the window. Out the window. And it's neat, sir. It's bourbon, not whiskey. He said bourbon. I know. It's neat, not on the rocks. Ah, gotcha. All right, so. Uh, yeah. We agree on the best game of this week. All right. And worst game, <laughs> you have the Giants at Bengals. And I have the Washington football team at the Cowhoe. Girls. I hate both teams. I dislike both teams. I hate the Cowboys. We all know that. Unfortunately, D, like you said with last week, the uh, – who was it? The – yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Bengals <laughs> and Washington being the best game. 
I'm not going to say the the Washington and Dallas is going to be the best game, but man, that is a hell of a traditional rivalry: the Cowboys and the Indians going at it on Thanksgiving, and it is it's going to be a good game. Fighting over the turkey leg. <laughs> There's so much bad already there. <laughs> the white man may take the Indians' name, you know, all that shit. So hopefully, hopefully yeah, we can there. say that Skins win. <laughs> all right, yeah, we can't say that because we're not the Skins anymore. Yes, I have. I've. I've converted. I. I am going to say it like I was Steve Spurrier, Washington football team. <laughs> wow, most intriguing game. The one over there has the Bears and the Packers, and I can't really deny that. I'm pretty intrigued by that game as well. But I didn't want to pick the same game as you did again like we did for the best game. So I went a little bit off the grid with the Chiefs heading to Tampa Bay because I'm intrigued to see how the how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers fight through that adversity of getting what three straight losses? Two straight now. They don't they're not gonna lose three. Dion. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> You're lucky I don't have a little window. I've downloaded this picture of Sanders because I just pop it up on the screen. Every uh -huh. It's a good thing I've taught you, and you don't remember how. I do, I do. I just can't do it on the fly. I just can't do it right now because it'll ah, probably knock me off. Gotcha. Well, I'm gonna do this on the fly, and we're gonna pay a quick bill real quick. We'll be right back for bro discussion. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering, if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, we are back. And Dan stuck to the script on that one, folks. That dude is absolutely amazing. It'll be <laughs> you and Sean. <laughs> there we go. Bro Scushion tonight brought to you by CWTV, the man, the myth, the, the stash. Of the iRacing broadcast scene, Mr. Tom Racker over there at Checkers and Records and CWTV putting up the booth abilities, as he called. A booth or booth? Booth. <laughs> booth. booth abilities. The Stash. voice of iRacing. The, the voice. Stash. There you go. The stash to pass. <laughs> the stash not to pass. Oh, my God. Go. It's the stash not to pass. All right, so uh, we had the NBA draft last week, and we had the uh, free agency and the offseason basically began wow. on the with a bang. I was going to say, NBA. they lit them fireworks and said, pa boom. I mean, there's so much to talk about. We're obviously not going to sit here and talk about it here in the next 10, 15 minutes. But I'm not going to start with you, Lakers, because I'm going to give Jason Tatum, baby. He's getting paid in Boston. Maybe that's why 
They moved Gordon Hayward. Uh, they didn't move Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward signed with another team. Well, I mean, it was obviously <laughs> them letting letting him get away and not offering his much money to stay. They couldn't if they were going to give him a $195 million match deal. <laughs> now we're on the same page. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. But Jason Tatum was not the only um, – person to cash in on his max extension from their rookie contract. Uh, Bam Adebayo. Yeah, Bam Adebayo cashed in on his. Um, Who else? Who else else cashed in on their? It's hot in Arizona. Oh, you're talking about uh, Arizona. Devin Booker, he cashed in on his too? Yeah. I haven't saw his come through yet. I'm uh, 90% sure. Boy, I'm over here throwing out fake news. Yeah, like yeah I didn't hear him, but I saw Tatum got his. De'Aaron Fox out of Sacramento got his. Let's see who else. Bam Adebayo got his. Brandon Ingram got his. Donovan Mitchell, also $195 million. Oh, God, I had them all. Max extension. I'm on one today. Had the names mixed up. It was Mitchell uh, who I was thinking about, not Booker. Yeah, and they signed on for theirs. Uh, so there was a lot of extensions uh, granted to some of these guys who's picking up good, good, good money. It looked a lot like of- a weave party with so much extensions. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but then you had. But then you had a lot of people who um, end up staying with teams. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was pretty significant. I think um, uh, who had uh, Dragic, Dragic and Miles Leonard both stayed with Miami. Uh, KCP ended up signing a three-year deal with uh, to stay with the Lakers. Millsap stays with. To, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Who went to um, uh, Milwaukee? Uh, the Milwaukee thing, because that was a, we, it's a debacle in my mind. But you know, we talked about it uh, draft night because yeah. there was some big names and it looked good. But it was like two days later, some of these names have gone. Like a key person to that move was uh, Bogdan Bondanovich from Sacramento, who I thought would have been a very good piece for Milwaukee, who ends up signing with the Hawks, who made some really really big moves themselves who ended up signing with the Hawks for a $72 million deal that was not matched by Sacramento. So he was a restricted free agent. So Sacramento did match. I think they couldn't afford to match him when they were giving DeAndre his max extension. So um, there's, there's, I mean, there's so much to talk about that you just can't really, 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 really say that is – to narrow in on because I mean some of these moves are not all the way final yet, but you know because hey man it's crazy right now like and let's call <laughs> let's call it how we see it Damon it's going hey. really hard for the Western Conference to get past your Lakers next season and honestly it's going to be they probably have. A better chance on paper repeating next year 
than any Bulls team ever did on paper. I, I'm just I being I, honest with you. Okay. On paper, I, I, on paper the Bulls was good, bro. I'm not saying they weren't. <laughs> I'm not saying they weren't, but they had, they did have some question marks sometimes <laughs> and concerns a little bit. And we got, and they got question marks and concerns with this current restructured lineup. I'm as just well. saying, man, I you know it. I'm not a full blown LeBron James yeah. fan. You know I'm, you know I'm not I'm either. Nowhere near a <laughs> Lakers fan. And I'm trying to give you my honest opinion. And I'll take it. I'll take it. Because honestly, that is probably the the most stacked team on paper that we've seen in a long time. Even going, I, I, I would say going back to Golden State's, going back to Golden State's team. But go with the Kevin Durant version. The no. The Kevin Durant version. Yes. Of Golden State. Okay. Maybe them, maybe Miami. Miami because would the be way the way Brian Bosch they was pretty electrified. But you gotta go back. Back in the day, they had stacked teams. Anyway, uh the Bulls teams were stacked. The yeah. Pistons teams were stacked. Yeah. Boston's teams were stacked. The Lakers were stacked. You know what I mean? This stacked teams was nothing new. Houston Rockets teams was stacked. You know what I'm saying? So that's... Yeah, and those teams should have got way more than what they ever did, but they yeah, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. That takes care of that. But they never got to Jordan. They always were beating the West. So, yeah, I mean, they never got to Mike. They got beaten the West. So I don't really know what to say. But uh, the Lakers are, right now, have to be the clear favorite. You know what I mean? They were competing last year at this point in time on paper with the Clippers. Clippers didn't pan out. Um, the Clippers have almost damn near just restructured, just restructured their thing. New, new uh, coach. coach. Um, you got players switching in and out now. They got Sergi Baca now. They don't have the sixth man of the year, Montrez Harrell. He's flipped over to the other locker room. He is now with the Lakers with the addition to uh, 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 Schroeder from OKC, Wesley Matthews. Who's a shooter that replaces Danny Green uh, from Milwaukee? You add Marcus Saul, who takes care of Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee's loss. You still have Ata Ata Tecupo's little brother. You still have Deion Waiters. You just picked up as a free agent deal, uh, undrafted Xavier Simpson from Michigan. And you're looking pretty good. You know what I mean? Phoenix has put something together to kind of give you something on paper. Phoenix you know kind of I mean? reminds me of where Portland was about three years ago. It was like, man, you started to see that start to come together. Portland's still kind of they, – they just can't get over the hump. I don't know what's going on up there. That could be for another night. But as far as looking at a, a low-level, quote-unquote, a low-level team, I would say that we're going to call it now and the Suns – will be the most improved team in the West, at least, possibly the league. Uh, you could say that. I have a team in the West that could compete with them for that most improved team, and I think that could be the New Orleans Pelicans yeah. with the um, extensions of Brandon Ingram and the addition of one Stephen Adams to breathe them girth, strength, and an edge inside the paint. 
Plus, he has some veteran qualities that can add to a young coaching staff and a young and a loaded young superstar team. So I like them to be a little a little noise as well uh, floating around over there. But you can't count out Portland. Dame Lillard is something special. But with the addition that these that the Lakers have made, they have constructed their roster where they can compete with these running guns like Portland and Phoenix and um, um, Denver a little bit. But Denver still plays with their size. Uh, but then they also have a, a which helps me compete, which helps me with the other point. They can also compete with the bigger teams, you know, that do use their size, like um, Denver, uh, Utah. Uh, let's yeah, say the Clippers from the Clippers from time to time, because the Serge Ibaka is going to help them out. But you still have a lackluster uh, number two, who he's only cared about his ratings on the two K game. Paul, you're losing me, bro. I've been on your team, but you're losing me. You're more worried about your 2K rating than you are your NBA rating. I have a problem with that. And if I was Kawhi Leonard with my low management as I wanted you to come play with me. And this is what you give me, 2K ratings? Okay. So, and you're not going to worry about Houston, even though both of them are going to be into camp. You know, when I'm doing <laughs> with Kawhi, I'd be looking at Paul and giving him your laugh. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah, but you got to look at it, Kawhi. You didn't step up like you did in Toronto either. So uh, you as much to blame maybe with he that. Thought, maybe he th- I'm just totally stretching here. Maybe he thought Paul was going to step up a little bit more, that he wouldn't have to exert himself as much. But when you saw that he wasn't, you might want to step up a little bit. Paul's more. a number two. He's not a 1A. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm a Pacer fan that saw it before you did. Now you finally come to the good side. Oh, I never didn't think Paul was a, a two. I just appreciated him as for what he was. I didn't expect him to be nothing better. I expected him to be a number two. And that's exactly what he is. Pacer fans wanted him to be a number one. Is he a number he, two still, or is he falling to three? Oh, he's a definitely a, he's a definitely a quality number two. Well, then he better you know get that out of his That's head. why your rating. That's why your rating on two K is a quality number two rating. There you go. <laughs> um, and you boys who like Houston, um, who's got all this talk of thinking James Harden is going to Brooklyn. Hey, man, just it's a fantasy. It's not going to happen. Unless it's a four or five team deal that Houston is able to get compensation out of James Harden, that's not going to happen. For them to do that, Brooklyn has to give up too many pieces. You have to either give up Kyrie or you have to give up Tim Whitty and Levert or Jared Allen or Joe Harris, who you just re-signed. So there's probably not going to do that. So expect Westbrook and James Harden to be in the camp and to start the season off as Rockets, because frankly, who wants Westbrook? If Westbrook gets moved, he's going. His, you notice his stock and his teams keep going down. So his next move is going to be the Knicks. <laughs> They've been at the bottom for a while. That's okay. I mean, there you go. So I wouldn't expect a whole bunch out of Houston. Um, James Harden, he's ready to make that transition to be um, – more of a team guy to get to his ultimate goal. Scoring 40, 35 a night is not getting him to the ultimate goal. So I think he understands that. 
but I don't think the moves have been enough. I'm sorry you got a, you picked up on a one year deal, uh, very lay labored, uh, injury prone last couple of years to Marcus Cousins. So it's not really going to help them out too much. So uh, expect James Harden be stuck there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damon, we got a question think... for you. So if no what? Harden, does Durant go elsewhere? For what? Durant's right where he wants to be. That's he's what on the I was East Coast. That's yeah, he's what on I was the East Coast. Thinking. He wasn't going to leave, especially since they haven't actually gotten to play together yet since they've been on the team. I think that he's he's at least going to wait until to see what they got together on the court. But you know, yeah, I don't I don't think that Hardy that Durant's um, idea in his head was going anywhere other than Brooklyn. Um, I don't think that he was doing anything other than staying there. Um, Kyrie is the name that gets moved around, not Durant's name. Um, Kyrie is the person that's going to have to make the fit. Not Durant. Durant has already proven himself. Kyrie, you can say Kyrie has, but he really hasn't. Durant can lead a team. Durant took over that Golden State team. You know, Steph Curry was probably still the emotional and upfront leader, but the team went as Durant went. And I think it's going to be the same way in in uh, um, Brooklyn. The team is going to go the way Durant goes. His chemistry with. Um, uh, Steve Nash is going to be more effective than I think the chemistry with you would think with two point guards with Nash and and Kyrie. So Pretty I still think it is, isn't it? <laughs> I, I really think that Miami with the moves that they've made is, is is that's that's who you again need to be paying attention to um, in the East. But again, I'm really sold on Boston. And with the addition of Tristan Thompson to that Boston right lineup, that now gives you a quality defensive big is what Boston was missing. And that now gives you that. So, uh, I, I again, look out for Boston. Boston, Miami, Milwaukee is how I have the East right now. Mm, okay. I'm going to have to say – Miami, Boston, Miami first, Boston second. You know, I would love to stay with with uh, the Sixers. I just don't know what kind of chemistry is going to come out of there next season with the new coach being in there, with you know this, that, and the other that's going to happen. Ben Simmons, man, I I think him and and Joel Embiid need to either one or two things: a step up and take Philadelphia to that next level or B maybe it's time to find another home. Um, I agree with you on that Sixers. Um, they're the most um, underdeveloped talented team in the East. And I lean more towards a Joel Embiid as the problem in Philly than I do Ben Simmons. You've seen ben the work. Simmons of ben. Is actually, yes. He's actually improved his game. Yeah, and other Bede than the shooting. Right. <laughs> but, but he tries. Looks, right. And Embiid kind of just looks like he's out of shape. Just right here. Just right here. He's plateaued. You know what I mean? He's out of shape. You get dominated by the better of the bigs. Anthony Davis owns you. Um, you don't play well against a, a terrible Carl Anthony Towns. You know, Giannis is dominant against you. 
you dominate, you know, halfway subpar bigs. You know what I'm saying? We need more out of you. And um, the addition of Dwight Howard to that on a on a one year deal, I'm not really excited about that. I mean, Dwight's going to bring a little. Do you think maybe they did that for leadership for Embiid or what? Because I don't really know why that was actually that, made. That that's a hard thing to say, Dwight Howard for leadership. I know, but he I has know. changed. He has yeah. changed, and he played with LeBron for a year. And he was in a relationship with Kobe before he passed, so he could have some uh, bam, some, uh, some leadership. Embiid ah. <laughs> is pulling a Hibbert, falling off the radar sooner than later. You well, know, I was looks like I was, he's got his Hulu contract, so he should yeah, be. Right. I was a Roy Hibbert fan. I mean, he went to Georgetown. You know, he, he was a Pacer when he when he first started. You know, it looked like it was promising, and then, like you said, just one fishing trip. <laughs> That's right, I said it. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> but yeah, uh, Ben Simmons is a guy that I would build around there. Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, you know, those would be the guys that I would look to build around. Um, if I had a, an offer for Joel Embiid, I would cons- highly consider it. Yeah, I'm with If you. I was Eldon Brand and the other guy in there is from Houston. Uh, way too way too early pick for, for the next NBA year finals? finals. Yep. Both the East and West picks or just yes. the winner? Yes. Uh well the West, I'm I'm gonna have to go at this moment with your Lakers. Um at this moment, I, I think that they are the top tier of the West. In the East, man, honestly, it's hard not to say Miami's not gonna make it back there again because like I said at the beginning of last season. I thought that Miami was just one year off of where I thought they would be. Ah, you know, I don't see Milwaukee making it there. Uh, as much as, you know, I, I got nothing but respect and, and mad love on his game for, um, you know, the Greek freak up there in Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That guy. I don't think that that team is going to make it into the finals because of Miami or Boston. Those are the two I like teams it. that I see in, in the East. I mean, I like it's gonna it. be it's gonna come down to those two, and we're gonna see a classic matchup in the NBA Finals this year, folks. East versus West. Boston Celtics versus the L.A. Lakers. That's what I got. That's what I have in my way too early, way too early finals pick, Lakers Celtics. So we have a whole. Uh, and the Celtics finally get it. Matt Stevens <laughs> ends his career in the NBA right. with a with the title and comes back to IU to Indiana and goes to IU. <laughs> Mara's loving what I'm throwing down, John. Uh. And I don't give a shit if Damon likes it or not. He knows I just hurt his head sometimes. Yeah. All right, so here we go, folks. Straight from the ass, one thought. We're going to twist it up a little bit tonight before we get out of here for you. Today is Thanksgiving Eve. So tomorrow, obviously, is Thanksgiving. So we here at BW Sports, one, want to give you what we are thankful for 
over the past year throughout these hard times that our world and our city and our friends and family have been through. So, Dan, let the people know what you are thankful for, sir. I'm thankful for my wife and two kids and the rest of my um, family. And when I say family, some of y'all out there know you're part of that when I say family. Everybody's been healthy. I mean, everybody's pretty much overall, you know, stayed healthy through all this. Um, mostly, have, you know, have been working and, and keeping afloat and been able to, to deal with all this stuff. Um, I would like to throw a challenge out to everybody. I understand that everybody, um, you know, Black Friday shopping, when, you know, you go to the corporate stores and all this and with the with the COVID being what it is and what we foresee in our in our near future, go out and help small businesses, whatever community you're in, whatever city, whatever state, whatever country, you know, you guys are in. Help the small businesses out. The more we help out now, the greater chance that is for those guys to be able to put food on their families' tables come you know, uh, February or whenever things hopefully get back together. You got to help your community stores out. You got to help your community. When you put a dollar into your community, 85 or 90% of it stays within that community. When you give that dollar to a corporation, 70, you know, 70% goes away to a different community. Help your small businesses out real quick. Here's a shout out tomorrow. You'll start seeing, some small businesses that we had the uh, privilege to the privilege to talk with over the past couple evenings that I've had, you know, we've had off of the shows and stuff. So I've been doing a couple interviews here and there with some small businesses that's going to be coming out here tomorrow for your Thanksgiving uh, parade time. Damon. Awesome. Awesome. So yes, touch out, reach out to your small business as one of the, our models have been since the very beginning of our endeavor here at BW sports one is to always help out small business as best we can, because guess what? We're small business as well. So my one thought is about my what I am thankful for. There's a lot of things that I am thankful for. I'm thankful for good friends. I am thankful to be able to um, be entertained by sports. You know, it was something that was taken away from us for a long time. And for some of us, sports is how we keep our sanity. Um, but what I, and I'm also thankful or for lose the fact, it like, like I did earlier. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I'm also thankful for the opportunity to be able to share with you my opinion on things that I love and I do love sports. So I thank you guys for listening to us, but the mo the person who I'm most thankful for is not only, you know, we have the kids and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? But the person who I'm most thankful for is my wife. I am thankful for her, her patience. Oh, I thought you I, were saying me. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a handful. So I'd like to thank her for her patience. And, you know, I mean, we have a lot of, we have our hands tied in a lot of different things right now, you and I, and our plate is only getting bigger. So uh, without the patience of our wives, I think it would be very hard for us to do what we do. So oh, shouts yeah. out to them. Shouts out to you guys for tuning in and enjoying your time with us. Shouts out to you, my brother. 
and enjoy your holidays and all you that good well, stuff. Sir. You as well, sir. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eat what you can tomorrow. Don't go do nothing stupid if you're going out <laughs> shopping Friday. If it, Just remember, guys, it's only materials. Y'all can buy new shit all the time. Your bodies can only be fixed so many times. That kind will get here everywhere. Why is that kind of talk will get here? <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Quit touching. Quit yeah, touching the mic. Quit touching the, the mic. Hold the cord. All right. So get out there, y'all. Enjoy what you're doing. Enjoy your family time. Enjoy your food. Enjoy your non-congregating. <laughs> no congregating, guys. Make sure you keep families below 25 or Karen's going to call. <laughs> I will be sure to show you the smoked turkeys as they go throughout the day. So, And we might have something coming along in the beginning of 2021, like a little cookbook. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I might have to start writing things down. I forget to write them down. Yeah, you might want to. <laughs> Damon, if I don't talk to you, which I know I will, have a happy Thanksgiving. Tell the family. Uncle Dan said hey. And as we do every week, Damon, what do we do? We keep indie sporty. Gobble, 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 gobble. Peace. <laughs>